brothers of the word because, brother, you need the word. Hallelujah. Amen. I am Prophet Dexter Harden standing in the stead of Pastor C. Elijah Brana on this evening. Amen. If you would, turn with me to the book of St. John. First chapter. The first through the fifth verse. And the 14th through the 17th verse. And when you have it, say amen. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. And the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The 14th verse, and it reads, And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. For a topic on this evening, bless God for the reading of the word. For a topic on this evening, we'll just touch on destined by greatness. And for a subtopic, saved by grace. Amen. From the beginning, back in the book of Genesis, man has been held by God to be in the highest of esteem, made in his own image. God gave man authority over every living thing upon the earth. Genesis, the first chapter, the 26th verse says, let us make man in our own image, according to our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. See, God gave us, as his creation, everything that our heart desired. There was, ex- there was one exception. This thing was that God forbid us to do, that God forbid Adam to do. He forbid Adam to not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But we know that Adam did not hear the voice. Of God, we we know that the devil was lurking in the bushes, eavesdropping, listening to the conversation. How many of you know that Satan doesn't care if you're having a private conversation with God? How many of you know some people like that? <laughs> you having a private conversation and they're eavesdropping. See, the devil who already knew that what his destiny was. Because of his fall, saw an opportunity to break that direct link between God and man. The love a father has for a son, he tried to break it. Satan was out to destroy man's relationship with God. We as Christians, being Christ-like, were destined for greatness. From the beginning, we allowed Satan to hinder our blessings. We allowed Satan to... Give us a 
time out, so to speak. We allow Satan to stop us from ruling and reigning with God on this earth. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, from the beginning we were destined for greatness. See, we as Christians allow Satan to steal our joy and suspend our inheritance. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm reclaiming my destiny. The struggle is over. See, we have to be willing to sell out and recommit ourselves to God. We must reclaim our mansion on the hill. We must reclaim that job that God promised us. We must reclaim that husband that God promised us, that wife that God promised us. We must reclaim our spiritual place in God. See, we're destined for greatness. It doesn't matter what it looks like. We're destined for greatness. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. In our main text, John tells us that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. See, John was speaking of Christ, who was there from the beginning. And that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. See, God had a plan. How many of you know that Jesus had a plan? Even from the beginning, God had a plan. He saved his best for last. His only son, Jesus, who he sent to redeem the world. I think that's his best. Glory to God. We were saved by his grace. God sent his son to this world to reestablish the connection between us and him. In order to reestablish this connection, we, we must seek him. We got to pray, church. Huh? I said we got to pray. We got to have love for one another. We have to be Christ-like, meaning we have to have a Christ-like mind and a Christ-like heart. We can't hold strife in our hearts, but we got to have joy down, down on the inside. When we pray, we should pray to God in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost. Praying for not just ourselves or our needs, but what we should, but we should start by praying for somebody else. See, a lot of times we forget other people and we want to pray for ourselves, but we have to pray for somebody else. We have to pray for the nation. We have to pray for the world. We have to pray for our leaders. If our leaders are praying for us, who's praying for them? We ought to give God thanks for what he is doing and praise him for what he is doing in the midst of us. Giving him glory and honor, praying that his grace and mercy will abide with us. We want his grace and mercy to abide with us hence now and forevermore, don't we? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I thank God for his grace and mercy. I thank him for sending Jesus. How many of you thank God for sending Jesus? He sent his only begotten son to save us, to reestablish us, to reposition us. John, the first chapter, the 16th verse through the 17th verse says, And of his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. In the book of Romans, 
that round of the sixth chapter, it says, what shall we say then? Huh? What shall we say then? And shall we continue in our sins that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who die, how shall he who died to, to sin live any longer in it? We got to crucify the flesh. We got to consecrate ourselves. In order for us to reclaim our destiny for greatness, we must have that agape love. We got to love one another as Jesus loved the church. There's a song that says, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to them below. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Because the Bible told us so. That's the kind of love we got to have for one another. Sometimes we get upset with each other, but that doesn't mean we, we don't love each other and don't continue to love each other. Matthew, the fifth chapter, 43rd verse says, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. We must love our neighbors just as much as we love ourselves. How many of you look in the mirror and love yourself, love on yourself? Oh, it's all right. <laughs> Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and love on yourself. There's nothing wrong with loving on yourself. God made your body. It's his temple. See, if we have that same kind of love that Christ had, has for us, that's the greatest love. When we stop the backbiting and ditch digging. How many of you know some ditch diggers? We got to stop ditch digging against our neighbors because we are destined for greatness. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm destined for greatness. In order for us to reclaim what we lost, we must be Christ-like in our minds and hearts, crucifying the flesh, crucifying the carnal mind, staying in the word, staying prayed up. Pastor Nathan has told us Sunday that we have to stay prayed up. Pray for at least an hour a day for seven days and God, watch God move. We must repent of our sins and put them to the side. Not to have them resurface every other day. But see, we must be complete. We got to be whole. We have to walk in his glory. We must stay under the glory. We must recognize that even when he comes, the devil comes against us. Whether it be in the physical or the spiritual, we must always be ready to do warfare. We have to watch the mess that we listen to. Huh? The very moment that you think you're in the spirit and you prayed up and you're feeling good and you, you, you got everything going right for, in the Lord and in your spirit, that's the very time that the devil's going to come and bring some mess to you. But we have to learn how to not entertain the mess. We got to put the devil in his place. We have to put him under our feet, stumping on his head. How many of you know you can stump on the devil's head in the spirit? We must remain steadfast and unmovable, always abiding in the word. We've got to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We've got to believe that God's grace is sufficient. I'm talking about reclaiming our destiny. I'm not going to be before you long. 
Grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for me. See, over 2,000 years ago, even Jesus came down from the throne and God's grace was sufficient. There is nothing too hard for God. How many of you know that? There's nothing too hard for God. I don't care what you're going through. There's nothing under the sun that's too hard for God. There's nothing that he can't do. We just got to ask him. We got to believe. We got to have that faith of a grain of mustard seed. I believe that it was not perchance that God sent his son Jesus to restore our joy, to change the tide. But rather, it was in his divine plan. My Bible tells me that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. How many of you know what that means? That means that Jesus Christ was here in the beginning. Because my Bible tells me that Jesus is the word. Christ is the word of God. We behold his glory. The glory as as of only the begotten of the Father. Full of grace and full of truth. Saved by grace. Minister Ivan, I'm not going to be long. We're destined for greatness. Knowing that everything that God promised, we can have. Because God so loved us. Because God so loved the world that he sent his son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For the tide is changing. The blessings are coming in. I've seen them already. God told me, if I be obedient, there's nothing he won't do for me. The blessings are coming in. Pastor Nathaniel already told us that if we just pray for an hour for seven days, that God will answer our prayers. Hallelujah. Jesus has restored our joy. He's restored our favor. He's restored our destiny. See, we're destined for greatness and saved by grace. And we can make it with Jesus on our side. Look at your name and say, neighbor, I can make it with Jesus on my side. Hallelujah. Our riches have been restored. How many of you need some riches right here on earth? For we are the king's kids. I said we are the king's kids. That means we are prince and princesses. There's no more struggling. The victory has already been won. There's a songwriter that said, hold on, your change is coming. Hold on, don't worry about a thing. Hold on, because you can make it. Hold on, everything will be all right. Well, I'm here to tell you that your change is already here. All you got to do is call out to God and hold on to his unchanging hand. See, when God begins to reign on us, when the power of the Holy Ghost begins to fall upon us, we must be ready. How many of you are ready? How many of you are ready for the Holy Ghost to have his way in your life? We have to be ready to take our rightful place. We've been down long enough. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of getting kicked. It's time to get up and run. And don't look back. Hallelujah. Daniel 3rd chapter said, There 
tells us a story about three Hebrew boys. Huh? Who knows the story about the three Hebrew boys? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And there was an old king called King Nebuchadnezzar who continuously harmed them, abused them. Oh, you know the story. Threw them in the pit of fire. Hallelujah. But see, they were destined for greatness. And they were saved by grace. My Bible tells me that that was the fourth person in the fire. Hallelujah. My Bible tells me that Jesus Christ was in that fire. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Job was destined for greatness. Hallelujah. Lost everything he had, but got back double for his trouble. Glory to God. How many of you want somebody to call your name out one day? Brother Earl was down and out. But God raised him up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sister Tina was down and out. But God raised her up and touched her finances. Glory to God. Minister Ivan was down and out. But God turned that thing around. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. It wasn't by our power. It wasn't by our might, but it was by Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are destined for greatness. Sometimes we get down on ourselves and sometimes we forget that all we got to do is bend our knees. All we got to do is lift our hands. There's a reason that we bend our knees and there's a reason we lift our hands. That's the humbleness. See, we can't come to God proud with a big head, but we got to be humble. And see, when you bend your knees, you're in an humble position. When you lift your hands, you're in an humble position. Somebody should be lifting their hands right now. Because God has stayed the enemy time and time again. I don't know about you, but it's time to celebrate. It's time for us to celebrate. We have come too far for God to turn his back on us. We have come too far for us to turn our backs on God. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. If you only could see what I can see right now. The riches in this house. It's getting ready to overflow in this house. I see a a spoon, Pastor. A dipper. And God is holding that dipper and I see him pouring it out. He's pouring it out on the oil right now. 
all you got to do is receive it. Whatever in that dipper for you, just receive it. It's not necessarily monetarily, but whatever that you, the thing that you need for God to do, he's pouring it out right now. I see it running just like the oil that flowed over Aaron's head. Hallelujah, I'm out of time. But if you would like to hear this sermon in its entirety, go to ourjesus.com 6271. We thank you for joining us at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 6271 by Dexter Harden. To hear other messages or to send this message number 6271 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. This has been message number 6271. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.